0: Welcome to Machine Learning. There are so many AI startups. It's amazing. Um, today I was looking at what they call conversational intelligent startups. And there was like two or three that were kind of interesting. But they all seem to follow a similar pattern, which is they Um, they they pull in information on the sales lead from conversations between the agent and the customer and they transcribe that into text and then they run it through a pipeline to look for certain information that might be useful one of the things I thought was interesting is kind of their angle where they're focusing uh, like for example let's let's just go through them we'll talk uh, about Gong AI and it translates customer calls into text and learns from the text and helps marketers upsell Gong creates workflows it finds conversations by search phrases and in customers and agents to help customer agents to find similarities. That's what I think in time it will do. It doesn't do that now, but in time I think it will create uh, it will create text summarizations of the information that it's, uh, it's, it's gathering. And with that information then it can do classifications for similar entity types because there's a lot of energy between similar entity types. For example, IBM was trying to find customers that had similar profiles so that they could market their products to them. So if they had one product, customer that they were uh, successful with, they wanted to find similar demographics of other customers and then try to market a similar product or the exact same product or service to that customer. And the idea is if they had similarities, they would probably have similar propensities. And so if you could market similar propensities, then there's the potential there for um, a, a sale. So by grouping like customers together, they could find there could be a synergy effects that could be capitalized upon. And That's kind of what actually brought me to looking at this conversational AI, is I was looking for how AI is grouping entities together. And so marketing seems to be really focused on uh, finding similarities between different profiles and then grouping those profiles together. Okay, the next company is a company called Salesloft. It tracks conversations between the agent and the customer through the complete process or pipeline. Now, I believe it was in Gongio, they create kind of goals and actions So you set the goals and actions, conversations, and then you put information in the pipeline about each one of the uh, conversations that you have and interactions, and through that pipeline, then you're able to uh, try to close the deal, close the sale. That's kind of the objective for building the customer pipeline. And then it can be really specific to that customer well and then you could also defer um, for later times so like for example if they for whatever reason their qualifications they're not qualified at the time to make the purchase maybe in a future point they will be qualified there could be delays in funding or delays in their goals and schedules and so they're look you're looking for getting the proper timing Uh, qualified buyers and uh, getting the right products and services to that buyer. So, in sales loft, they do the same thing. They contact the right people with the right message and that provides the value added. The customer engagement is tracked and stored on the server, soft lock trucks opportunity and the sales closing generation revenue so the three things that they focus on are opportunities sales conversations and actions and they put that those sequence steps in sequence one of the things that was kind of interesting in my mind is it started to help solidify is a lot of these platforms already exist like You don't have to build a platform for voice recognition. Deepgram already does that for you. You don't have to build a platform for image recognition. There's other companies that will create uh, pipelines for you for doing the image recognition uh, and processing and then sending you notifications or labels uh, when certain things are identified. And then there's also voice over internet. So those are packets that can be intercepted and email messages that can be intercepted. And all that can be be converted into text and you can either create your own search engine or you can use commercial search engines or you can use uh, Google local search engine and their proprietary search search patterns. Now one of the uh, interesting factors to this uh, summarization problem is using GPT-3. GPT-3 could be a form of generative text so it could learn on that particular customer the bulk of all of its content and then maintain that in its states. So. What would it take in terms of hardware to maintain those states? It would require uh, powerful GPUs, capable of processing trillions of operations, and having gigabytes of memory. But once you have that hardware in place and the cost for it uh, decreases, then the capability for you to analyze that text becomes a reality and that, that's what I was saying yesterday about NLP is it really is going to be useful today because of the power of the GPU and that's transforming the business world as we know it. Okay, the last AI startup I want to talk about is Chorus AI. and. Uh, Chorus AI is a customer-centric software package and it, it answers the question, what can you learn from your products and your customers? Chorus captures interactions in the f- phone, email, and voice. Rec- uses voice recognition and analyzes those conversations. And it's interesting because it didn't really say in the AI stack, the CEO didn't really stay in the AI stack what it was recognizing. If it was recognizing attention keywords, if it was recognizing sentiment analysis, if it was r- recognizing risk or if it was recognizing opportunity, it didn't say, but there's an AI pipeline they've invested in. Um, data is used to determine risk for the deal and topics and themes from the conversation. That's what he said. Performance must be collaborative and friendly. Conversations must be open ended to discover the pain the customer's experiencing. And that is the power of GPT-3, is empathy. It's ability to remember the states of the words which you're communicating to it and then respond in an empathetic manner by appealing to an emotional response. And uh, that's powerful. And as much as we want to believe that we're creatures of non-programmability, we really do follow predictable patterns of behavior. And these predictable patterns of behavior are in the data and they are discoverable. And so we can classify and gain confidence on those uh, predictable behaviors that we follow. All right, happy Python coding, and I will talk to you tomorrow.